Welcome to God Mode Unlocked, episode 98, where we have news about Ubisoft's new Battle Royale, Amazon, Apple, a Fallout TV show, Dark Season 3, a crazy Dr. Disrespect theory. But first, of course, we got to start with next-gen news, because I feel like that's just going to be the focus for like the next five Four months. Four months, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Whatever next-gen stuff is going to come first. So, um, so rumors got out this week that the Xbox Series X was originally pre-COVID-19. And if you remember, I kind of said this back in the day, that I thought somebody might like launch early, like August, because games have been... If you notice, a lot of big games are launching like August, September now. It used to be like November. Oh, like, yeah. Just everybody, November. Everybody, November. yeah. If you're a big game, you release like six weeks and before pray Christmas. pray for those... Christmas sales. Right, right. Now it's spread out more. So I, I, I got thinking, you know, I bet you one of them is going to push out in like August, September. So the word got out this week that Series X was going to release in oh, August. Damn. And the Lockhart was going to be released in October. So they were going to hit you with the high-end version in August, the Lockhart, the slimmer, cheaper version in Well, it October. makes sense. It makes sense because... And then COVID screwed it all up. Parents are going to go after the Lockhart for their kids. Probably, yeah. And, you know, assuming that the Series X isn't $400. Um, There's no know, way. That'll be, the, no way. that'll be the enthusiast device, which you can release at any <laughs> I time. Wish, I wish somebody would go back and count in the last, like, 10 episodes how many times we've said... One of us has said, well, this console might be 400 and the yeah. other one's like, no way, no <laughs> way. Um, but that that that's interesting to me because I think that shows you how far along Series X was. And we, you know, we've talked about a lot how like PS5 always seems to be kind of like lagging behind in a lot of ways. Yeah. If they were going to launch Series X like literally next month, so this thing's literally ready well, to mean, go. They've been. Carving Even though we around. know so little about it. Well, what do you mean? The Series like, X? Well, well, the launch lineup, the price point, well, the yeah, release I mean, date. They, they've literally been carting around a Series X and just handing it to anybody and everybody yeah. that wants it, yeah. pretty much. You're yeah. like, hey, look at this. You know, yeah. like, They've been doing that for the last six Year. months at yeah. least. Yeah. Um, so we knew they were pretty far along yeah. because you don't usually You're do being that. very transparent. Yeah. You don't usually like – like literally they gave – I think it was um, – What's his name? Austin. I think he... Yeah, well... Stone Cold Steve they, they let him, like, put together a, a oh, Series yeah, yeah. X. Like, he bit by bit, he put it together. And, you know, he's like, no, this is the Series... And that was, I don't know, three or four months ago now, yeah. I think. Yeah, Um. So, they're obviously... That shows a lot of confidence. Yeah, and they're obviously very far along. Yeah. Because, you know, if, if you're doing that... You, You've had to have this settled for quite oh, yeah. a while. If they handed that thing to somebody, they know for a fact, like, we're good. They're not yeah. gonna, if there's any chance that that comes out poorly, they're am, not doing it. I am so, like, I don't know, maybe this is selfish, but COVID-19 has ruined so many things. <laughs> so many things. Like, I it can't really take it anymore. It really has. I, I can't take it. I just saw that this is no this is no kidding. This is not fake news. That China has a case of what they believe to be bubonic plague oh. as of well, as of today. Yeah, but you know, bubonic plague actually pops up here and there. And I, all well, the I time. know, but it's just like it's just all one of those time. things. Like, until, like yeah. can we possibly get any yeah, type well, they of had, break? They had like some sort of swine flu pop up too. Oh my and they God. said, well, they said to people, it's been around. Well, okay. yeah, they said it's been around. It's not very contagious. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, so Brad Sams, 
you know, known Xbox Microsoft insider said that the Lockhart, because this has been a big thing, people fear that the Lockhart, you know, Series S, whatever they're going to call this thing, is going to hold back not just the next Xbox, but maybe the whole generation, because multi-platform games will be developed, you know, the same and so on and so forth. And he said there's literally no chance of that, because he went, he went into detail and says Lockhart has ray tracing, it has a processor that's faster than the PS5s, uh, he just said basically the games will be, you know, you'll be playing at 1080p instead of 4K. Yeah. It's not going to hold back. Like the GPU and this processor yeah. are not. I mean, I think. Maybe you don't get the 120 FPS. You and don't and get they the said, 8K. They said the CPU is going to be faster than what's in the PS5. Yeah, right. So, and, and like to me, that's the issue. That would be the issue. The GPU, like you can just adjust the resolution and yeah. You're off to the races, pretty much. PC like, developers have been doing this for years. Yeah. They release a game that'll run on 8,000 different sets of hardware. 1080p is still very acceptable Oh yeah. in 2020. I mean, like I might get the locker just because... Most PC gamers, like 95% play on 1080p. Yeah. Nobody has a 4K monitor. Yeah, I mean, it's not blurry. I mean, like 720p these days, like if you go back and you look at 720p, for me, that's, that's kind of unacceptable yeah. now. Yeah. It's just too blurry. Yeah. But 1080p is fine. Yeah. Like, if it's in 1080p, that's fine. Yeah. I, I really... Yeah. I mean, so, literally almost all PC gamers play I've seen 1080p. so many people worrying about this. Oh, yeah, Lockhart's going to hold it back, going to hold it back. There's no way that can possibly well, be true. I get the fear because, like, there were certain cross-gen games this gen that were held back. Like, Destiny is a prime example because they developed it for... You know, 360, PS3, PS4, yeah. and Xbox One. But that was an entirely different situation. They the, the whole technological model has shifted. Yeah, I mean... And the hardware has advanced I, I so think, much. I think the bottleneck is always is really always with the CPU more than the GPU. Yeah. And since it'll have the same CPU... RAM has been a challenge in the past, yeah, I think, too. No. Yeah. Um, so, but it won't be a problem here. So, I mean, that's that's all I'm saying is it won't yeah. be a problem here. Well, and I, I think you're going to see a lot of games. It, it already started this gen utilizing cloud stuff too. So, like, they'll be offloading. You know, Forza even this gen was using cloud stuff in one of their modes. Like, like you're going to see more and more of that. Or yeah. like some of the processing and stuff not even being done locally. It's being processed, you know, on a server somewhere. So I, I really have zero fear about that. But then whispers of an Xbox, I think it's Edinburgh or Edinburgh, however you say, I'm not sure, got out this week. This is like, it, it is referenced in an official Microsoft document that leaked out. There was the, you know, the, the Series X, the Lockhart, and this Xbox Edinburgh or Edinburgh thing. And uh, everybody obviously ran in every possible direction. I heard that it's a handheld Xbox, it's a VR headset. My, I mean, what, what comes to mind for you? I'll, I'll let um, you do the first well, guess. I had heard rumors that they were working on, and I'm recording on a Surface right now, um, they were working on some sort of Xbox and Surface combination, mm -hmm. like sort of, sort of the mobile Xbox. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe that's what this is. For me, it comes totally, uh, this has got to be like a Stadia competitor. It's going to be a stream, stream box, basically. Well, I mean... Like... Well, X Clouds, the, the yes. Stadia competitor. Well, but this would be like a 
the actual a hard where you stick it device, into your yeah, yeah. like a, almost like a USB dongle. Yeah, well, you it stick be it a bad in idea. your you ninety nine bucks. You just plug it in and you're good. I, I, I to my shame, I, I got to admit that I do use the Bing search engine. Oh, that's, why, and, is that, why is that a shame? Well, you know how the internet is. <laughs> but I use Bing. Um, not all the time. But I sometimes. use it for the points because they give, you, they give you free money. I thought you just said I use it for the porn. No. I use it for the porn. They, they use it I use it for the points. Yeah. They give you free money. Yeah. That like you can, Game Pass. They can, like and, and, you know, thankfully, they're part of movies anywhere now. Yeah. So, like, I can buy the movies on Xbox. You're the only I, person on Earth that uses it. I can watch it on, like, Amazon Prime. So you're the only whatever. person on Earth. But if they had like an actual streaming device, just something small and light they can plug yeah. into your TV and use, I might actually buy their like movies and stuff. Yeah. For their service. Yeah. I just, I, I just hate the thought of being, you know, like I can only play it on an Xbox or a PC, which isn't always convenient. Yeah. Yeah. I just it makes sense to me. Cause I, a lot of people are running with it being some type of VR headset, an Xbox VR headset, but. I, like we were, I think we said just last episode, I think there will be VR-enabled stuff on Series X, but I don't see them putting out like a first-party Xbox headset, headset yeah. personally. I mean, maybe they will. Who knows? But Well, it's going to be interesting, whatever it is. And it is kind of funny, too. I think we said this a couple episodes ago. We've still heard Jack Diddley squat about PS5 VR, which is truly shocking. I mean, me. could it could it be maybe like a... Um, what if it's What if it's like almost like a... A steam machine, like no, oh, don't. What if, <laughs> the kiss of the devil right there. What if it? What if it Mark really does death. sort of blur the line between Xbox and PC? Like modular? Yeah. Like it? Like it? What if it is? It a defeats PC? the purpose of having Xbox, I think. So I. Well, yeah, but I mean, they almost seem to be trending in the way of just getting rid of Xbox as a console. I don't think they will. I think they'll always have some type of. Because all they're doing now is basically building PCs and it's, a, mar- what it's a marketing. I, I guess what it's I'm a, saying it's is terminology. What if this is actually a model that sits above even the Series X? I mean, hypothetically, could be. I would. But then again, that. I think I think Phil said, I think he said, like, we want the X moniker to be like the power, the top of yeah. the line. Like yeah. that's as good as when you be hear X on one of our consoles. I think he did say you, that. it's like XL, basically. Yeah. You know, so, it's the best. Unless they went with something like that, like as the XL, the Series XL. I mean, their model has really been to make their products and services reach as many people as possible. So to me, it would have to have something to do with accessibility. You know, like getting getting to more audiences because yeah. they're going to have the high end audience with Series X, kind of the casual audience with Series S. So what audience are they trying to reach with another model? So an even cheaper model or some type of audience that you know we haven't considered on this show at this very moment this to me it's got to be a aimed at somebody isn't edinburgh like a, a city in scotland I'll, is that the audience he's trying to reach it reminds the, me the of that what, what's of that what was that famous zeppelin that went down um the, the hindenburg <laughs> yeah, that reminds me of yeah let's hope it's not like that. <laughs> yeah really we got some some scary next gen news in a minute here but uh, Microsoft also made it official, and I th- I think this is a hint. Um, they're gonna have their Xbox Summer Game Fest on July 21st to July 27th. So what this means is, I think they said over 60 demos will be going up on Xbox Live. So basically, all their demos that they were gonna have at E3 are gonna be going up on Xbox Live to play at home. 
So I, I love stuff like that. I said that numerous, numerous times. So because it's July 21st to July 27th, I would predict that the Series X hype train, the big reveal and everything, is either literally July 20th, and this starts the next day, or July 21st, and then yeah, this starts the I completely agree. That's now, I heard rumors. The rumors were that it was July 23rd. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it could that be. doesn't that really doesn't make sense with this. So I, I would say, yeah, I mean, we're we're probably looking at July twentieth or twenty first. Yeah. I I think it would just make a lot of sense to show off a ton of games and then say, oh, and some of these are playable on Xbox Live. Yeah. And not the next gen. But version. I mean, it, it but, could be. But it, you know, it could be the twenty third too. It, yeah, it could be. It'll definitely. But it'll definitely be in that window. Oh yeah, hundred percent. There'll be the big Xbox first party and third party, from what we hear, next gen game showcase sometime between july 21st and july 27th most likely so here's the scary news and i think we picked up on this a few shows back and said that there were uh there was some website like i don't know like norway or something they put up some next gen game for 69.99 instead of 59.99 yeah and we considered that well it's official Take Two is charging $69.99 for the Series X and PS5 versions of NBA 2K21, whereas the other versions are all $59.99. So ten more bucks. What yeah. Do you, what do you make of that? What's your reaction? Well, I mean, it's it's gonna make Game Pass a little more attractive, isn't it? Definitely any subscription service. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's almost it's almost hard to believe the the value that Game Pass will be. Given if, yeah. if it really is something else. What the heck is Sony? Pop. Is it Sony now? Or they changed the name? PlayStation now. But didn't they have some other service they were gonna roll out? Wasn't that the rumor? Maybe like a like an actual like a like game a, pass? Ga- yeah, yeah. Like they well, were Well, I think they rolled that into PlayStation now. Did they? Yeah. Um Yeah, I mean you know what's funny is I think the NES, mm-hmm. I think sixty nine ninety nine was the price of game for some games. Somebody posted an old ad from an old department store, yeah, and it was I think it was the Super NES or the Genesis, yeah. But they had games in the ad ranging from like nineteen ninety nine to sixty nine ninety nine, yeah, yeah. And can you imagine back then, like sixty nine ninety nine back then was probably like ninety nine ninety nine or more, today. yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. It might have even been more. And I feel bad when I when I think about that because i had my Our parents, parents so many games. Games. And I was well, like, well the thing is Christ. though is are I, they crazy i didn't own a ton but my my mother would take me to like the video store like every five days like routinely oh, yeah. rent me a game. oh really oh, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah running yeah 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 for well three I, bucks to, or I mean the big thing around here was to go down to the um you know the the true value and yeah. run a game right like I, I was just in the true value the other day and I, get, I stopped in. I looked around. Just that to, corner? I mean, I know, it's been gone, and I've oh, been yeah. back there, but I just like to peek in. It even looks like that. it's, like, overgrown. Like, it almost yeah, looks yeah, like yeah. it's been, like, like it's just like falling into the jungle like somewhere. It's just so sad. Because I remember, like, going back there was, like, one of the most exciting things you could oh, do yeah. in this town. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid, I mean, I lived in Portland, so we had a – it was a video circus, it was called. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I always had some type of game rented, always. And I would rent the same games a hundred times. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, There was only, like, three games that you would just rent every single time. I must have rented every Mega Man, like, at least five times. Yeah. And, I mean, I did own a bunch of games, too. But uh, the other the other game, as you remember, was 
you know, like your cousin would buy, own certain games, you would own certain games, your grandma oh, would yeah, own yeah. certain yeah. games. So you'd go to everybody yeah, else's would, house to play them. You'd and, go to their house or you'd borrow. Or, yeah. And I think maybe that's what you'll start to see, assuming everything doesn't go all digital. And maybe this will be... I just... You know, if they're going to keep, if they're going to keep, for whatever reason, digital games are always like more expensive than on the Switch, on, than physical games. No, no way. Steam summer sale? No, yeah, everything's that's three dollars. That's Steam though. Yeah, but I mean, over over on like PlayStation or Xbox, it's you can get games, physical I games. Think, I think Xbox Xbox does an okay job. Plus, I mean, you gotta wait. You gotta wait for Xbox is like once a year sale or twice a year sale or whatever. Yeah. Whereas I can see what you're saying with, with physical games, you can usually find them on sale somewhere, you know, I don't know. They will be much longer. You don't think you'll be able to find physical games much longer period. I know. And like, it just makes me think like game pass, like people are going to be gravitating towards that like crazy. Well, the, well, and the reused game market, what you're saying is also partially to blame for increasing game prices. Yeah, that's true. Because developers are selling it once, I guess what I'm hoping, but then it's being resold. I'm hoping, I'm hoping times. it's like Steam, where okay, if we go all digital, yeah. then you got to show some good faith back, and you better drop those prices because <laughs> nobody's gonna be trading, nobody's gonna be borrowing, nobody's gonna be renting games, you know. So well, you better show some good faith back. Digital platforms have a refund policy now too, and I've used it multiple times. Well, I'm not saying refund. I'm just saying. You better have more sales on your games. Yeah. You know, like if we're going to go all digital. Yeah. I mean, Steam, I, I swear. And you're going to start seven I have a wish list on gate. Steam, and I swear to God, half of it's on sale almost all the time. Like, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, the, the value of subscription services is just going to go through the roof. The value of, you know, any of those platforms where you get like two, three, four free games a month goes through the roof so you know like epic game store xbox live gold playstation uh plus you know all those you get free games every month and you're only paying you yeah know, but most of them are garbage if we're honest they're only yeah they are like sony puts like one of their first party games on there every month yeah it's, it's well sony games. yeah yeah microsoft's aren't usually as yeah, good they usually aren't as good I, I think they'll be doing away with them i don't think they can because it's a good way to get people to subscribe to. I really hope their their service. At this show, they'll be like, "Okay, we're doing away with Xbox Live Gold." Never, never. You know? you've been hanging out on Reset Era too much. Let's let's get rid of that. Let's just have Game Pass. I mean, I would I wouldn't care, but I'm just saying I don't think it'll ever happen. Yeah. I wouldn't be opposed to it. Obviously, yeah. I do. But if they raise the price of Game Pass like another five dollars, I don't think they want to. I, I don't. I I think they'd rather charge you for online play for Gold. So then they can say the price of Game Pass is so cheap. Whereas if they get rid of gold, they probably would have to raise the price of Game Pass. Yeah. So it's a marketing. Tool. It's just so annoying because, you know, now that I build a PC, online play there is free. Online yeah, yeah. play on Xbox is ten dollars a month. Well you still can't even play games on Switch and you paid hundred dollars for the device. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Um, I think you need to. I think you need, still need to force some more poly through the cable to your switch <laughs> to get it to play online. But yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty alarmed by this because when you when you talk about casual gamers and you see what like Microsoft is doing to get everybody to be able to opt into gaming and, and mobile games are generally free. You've got subscription services. 
you can buy your next Xbox for a monthly payment to make it affordable. Yeah. But then games are becoming less and less affordable. Now, uh, it does kind of worry me. Do you remember? And I get it because the development costs continue to. Do you remember back up. like in the N64 PlayStation One era? PlayStation games were always like ten dollars cheaper. Weren't I they? think they were only thirty bucks, weren't they? Was that what they were? I'm sure I remember. What was, was I thought it was N64, 59 or forty nine? Maybe it, maybe N64 was fifty and PlayStation was forty. Was that what it was? Maybe. Yeah. For some reason, I was thinking N64. You know was what? 60. You know what? Everybody has also abandoned is those like greatest hits lines where like once it was out for like a year, they would drop the price to like yeah, twenty that's bucks. That's a good point. And that way, like you, you kind of waited for those. Well, as a kid who had no money, at least you waited for you know last year's really good game to be twenty bucks because you didn't have fifty bucks. Yeah. Well, PlayStation still has that, right? I don't know that they do. I mean, j- okay, the they game, dropped their games out. The, like ga- $10. the games do go on sale. Yeah, yeah, they go on sale. You can get God of War now for like ten bucks yeah. when it's on sale. Yeah. But it doesn't have that reduced permanent yeah, that's true. price point. That, that is kind of odd. And, and you know, I've been waiting way. for Nintendo to, to introduce instead that. what you get doesn't sound like it's ever instead happened. what you get is like these game of the year editions, which cost even more because they bundle it with downloadable content. Well, I don't so. see it on here, but um, one of the developers or, or maybe it was Microsoft or Nintendo or something, they had claimed that the, the costs of developing had gone up two hundred to three hundred percent. Yeah. Um, since two thousand five, I think they said. Now, if that were true, I mean that maybe that's maybe that's sort of their way of, you know, recouping some of that money is by not having like that permanent reduced price. Well, I think I mean that's why you know everybody hates loot boxes, everybody hates subscription services, but it's like it's like you've got to understand like as development, yeah, we look at a cold hard fact: it's increased two hundred to three hundred percent. They got to get more money somehow, or they can't. They literally can't make a functioning business. Yeah. So whether it be loot boxes, the price of games going up, a monthly subscription, you know, I uh, this gen what we saw a lot of. I don't think you probably bought any of them, and neither did I. But were like crazy, like two hundred dollar versions of games for the hardcore oh, yeah. fans, oh. like the collector's editions that cost. Yeah. That's what you're, they. You're insane. That's you what they were doing this gen to try to fight some of those. You know, I was like, well, we can sell this to five thousand people. That's at least, you know. Yeah. But that can like carry you so far. Well, the thing I don't understand is, is if if cost is going up that much, maybe every game under the sun shouldn't be like an open world. This is the oh, biggest game. Oh, I totally game. agree. This is the biggest game you've ever seen. Totally like, agree. Not every game needs to be that. You know, like save your money. Yeah, I mean, and you know, speaking of that, let's move on to our to our next topic here. So, Ubisoft surprised a lot of people this week, and they revealed a game called Hyperscape. I spelled it wrong on the agenda. Hyperscape. So it's a big AAA futuristic battle royale. It releases this month. The technical alpha is open now. Um, the way to get in is you got to watch. You gotta watch the game on Twitch, just like Valorant did. But the interesting thing about this game is that Twitch viewers, people watching this game, actually have like a direct link to the game. So like if you're watching me play it, all the people watching me play it can vote to affect the match in different ways. So um, like it'll be like you know 
upcoming event in, in two minutes and you vote in real time to like take gravity away or that's give everybody cool. infinite ammo or yeah. it changes the match. So it's a, it's a, that's a cool aspect that I think you're going to see more games do stuff like that. Because I think um, there's also stuff like if the stream, if, if you're watching a streamer play the game and then they make a purchase on Twitch, you as the streamer get a portion of the revenue. So, so it supports streamers playing the game as well. Did you know who made this game? What, what team made this game? Um, let's see, it's Ubisoft, is it the Rainbow Six team? It is the Rainbow Six Really? Team. And I feel like this game, so they developed this in two years, they said. Yeah. I feel like they literally, because this game is all about mobility. Have you watched anything from this? No, in fact, I was just looking it up. Anything, it's super, mo- like, mobility is huge. Like, you can, like, leap, like. It's almost the movement. It literally reminds me of Crackdown. Like you can go flying, and the verticality is huge. Like you can like jump on top of buildings and off of buildings like all the time, like left and right. Um, and I feel like literally the Rainbow Six team was sitting there playing like a kind of slow tactical shooter, and they're just like, <laughs> "What if we could the jump complete buildings? opposite of this? Yeah. Like we got. I'm so sick of this. Like, but um, I played it." And it's got a lot of potential. I played it like the last three days. It's got a lot of potential. The movement is really fun because yeah. it almost reminds me of like, like I said, like Crackdown or like Unreal, like just like, you know, just really fast and you're jumping all over the place and the shoot, the gun plays really quick. But the 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 damage of the weapons, I've, I don't think I've played a game this unbalanced in like a long time. There's like there's a mini gun in the game that yeah. just spawns on the ground, and it just there's no point in using any other gun. It's that overpowered. <laughs> like you can, and it's such a noob cannon. You yeah. sit there and you hold down a 200, 200 bullet magazine yeah. and you just kill. It's the dumbest. I can't believe they didn't think prior. Yeah, but they didn't just be like, oh, this is the problem. Everybody just goes running for this gun and then mows well, everybody else down. You know, I I think. I can see when they have like a small development team playing it because they're probably all trying different weapons. You know, like they're like, yeah, yeah, use the pistol. I'll use the rifle. So they're all trying different things. But then when you unleash it on everybody, everybody's not going to play it the way the development team is thinking about it, you know? Yeah. But it's got a lot of potential. It's unbalanced, but I think the Twitch integration thing is really interesting I, what do you think they'll do though like not every not every game can have like crowds of people on twitch watching yeah, the yeah. game so do you think they'll just substitute like random what like like will they randomize whatever the twitch audience was yeah, i'm sure that there's for? some algorithm like if there's nobody in this game that is being watched it's just gonna pick random events yeah uh, because yeah i'm sure there's just some because yeah, System. I mean not ev- not every game can be watched. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, it is an awesome idea. I I do wonder though. I I do think the Twitch thing will help it and it helps distinguish it. But I do wonder, like where, like I don't know that this can compete with. It is really good, but can it compete with Warzone, Apex, Fortnite? Like those are the basically the big three still standing, like yeah. battle royales, you know and. I, as I was playing it, and the gun plays really quick, like the sniper is really crisp and fun to use, and there's like grenade launchers, and the, just the crazy mobility and stuff. 
I got thinking, like, I almost wonder if they would have been better off making, like, an Unreal-style game. Like, with yeah. this, all this with this exact same gunplay and mechanics, but just not a Battle Royale. Yeah. Because right now there's not a lot of competition in that front. No. You know? So. Yeah. I get Battle Royale is the flavor of the week, but. but yeah, and to be releasing it kind of this. After the, the, the genre has matured exactly. so much. Yeah. yeah I kind of wonder if they. Just would have been better off. Should have made like an Unreal style game. Yeah, I think With so. all the same, but. I think it's more timeless than Battle Royale. Well, everybody who keeps trying to make a game like that lately, it fails. It gets closed down in like a couple months. Yeah. Because nobody, seemingly nobody is playing it. But nobody, no like big AAA developer has tried to do it, you know, yeah. with the marketing bucks. And well, I mean, I have full confidence in, in these developers. Like, yeah, that's I mean, what I mean. I'm a huge Rainbow Six Siege fan. Um, so if anybody can do it, it's got to be them. Yeah. But mostly what happens. Because well, like I, you say, it's, I feel it's like, a very mature... I feel like if Epic truly wanted to make a new Unreal, yeah. they could. They don't want to. You know, like if if, yeah. if it truly wanted to make a new Quake and make it successful, they could, but they're just choosing not to, in my opinion. Yeah. And eventually, those file games I think will come back to prominence, but we'll see. So speaking of Twitch and and Amazon, we'll get into even more Twitch later as we go into my Doctor Disrespect theory. Uh, Amazon's first game, Crucible, just a few episodes ago, we were talking about how this game had had launched i thought it was surprisingly bad <laughs> and it didn't have a lot of players this reminds me of that culling game all over again yeah. uh so they released the game full release it's free to play and it's been it's been received so poorly that they're unreleasing it and moving it into, in, into closed beta uh, so have clo- you ever not even heard... open beta closed have you ever even heard invite of only like... there was that one game was it the calling where where they released it and then they like retracted it and then yeah. they released like the sequel or something they, the calling was they made they released the calling and it did pretty decent and then they updated it and they like killed it because yeah. everybody hated the updates so they made the calling 2 which was even worse and like nobody <laughs> bought it so they literally unreleased the game they removed it from steam and yeah. then said oh we're going back to our original oh please come God. back and it just totally and that, that's what this I, I reminds me. I can't believe that didn't work. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's what this reminds me. Oh of. my god. How do you go from full release to well, we're going back to close? So they, beta. they they sort of released two new versions of the game in the meantime, and then they were like, okay, well, you know, these both suck, so we're going well, all the way back. The, that was the calling. Yeah. 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 Um, the Crucible. I don't even know what what was this game. What what was like? It's trash. It's like <laughs> it, it's a shooter. But there's like it's it, there's like PVE and PVP elements to it. Don't even look it up. They'll, you'll throw up live on the yeah. podcast. It's ugly. It's generic. It. I don't know what they were thinking. I truly, truly. Well, you know, the one thing about Amazon is they don't usually give up. Yeah. Which is why I think they went back to the closed beta. Yeah. Well, they've got more money to put into it. Yeah, exactly. They've got basically an infinite budget. But should they? Right, that's the question. Gaming is really a different beast. Yeah. And and I think Amazon would be smart to look at Microsoft and, you know, like, Microsoft, they have a decent amount of success in gaming. But they've also been doing it for 20 years now. Yeah. And it has been, it has not been easy. It has not been kind to them. I mean, gaming is a very, 
It's a very strange beast, you know? I mean... It's like the internet. One day it could be your best friend, the yeah, next it's it, your it's worst a, it's enemy. A, it's a very strange thing in that it, it is sort of an art, you know? Like, there's always this, this debate. Is it is it like a hobby, or is it an art, or is it both? entertainment? Is it yeah, a sport? Is it, like, what is it? And it, it definitely is like an art in that you can't just do something by the numbers and yeah. it, and it be a success. Like, Especially nowadays. It, it, there's sort of like an element of luck, I think, to it all. Oh, yeah. Um, so it's a very, very hard thing. It's a very hard thing. And I think Amazon, and we're going to talk about Apple next. Yeah, and, I mean, let's just... I mean, these are two trillion... It's a perfect transition. These, these are two trillion dollar companies. And yeah. They, they're, they can't figure it yeah, out. Google. Google. Stadia. Yeah. Google, Google, one of the biggest companies in the world, makes yeah. it... Every, do you remember, like, I, even when we started this show two years ago, we were like, you know, Google's coming, Apple's coming, Amazon's yeah. coming. It's going to change the world. They're all here. And they're it, all getting they're their all ass stuck. beat. Yeah, it's like, but everybody was so scared of them. Like, oh, my God, oh, yeah. you know, uh, How Apple's can you stop coming. a trillion dollar Amazon's company? coming. Oh, my God. They'll yeah. just buy everything. Yeah, right. And, and they're struggling. And it, yeah. But in fairness, that makes sense because it's, they have no experience. It's like yeah. if you start playing hockey tomorrow if you've never played it doesn't matter if you're a great baseball player you're not going to be good at yeah, it like exactly. it's going to take time and, and, and yeah it's just such a unique beast that you really have to sort of know what you're doing or, or have people on your team that well know what i doing. think what's awkward in, in amazon's position is amazon did literally buy a bunch of, de- of known game developers yeah. with with talent well i mean so I, it seemed like okay we got some you but, know you know, I mean, it's sort of like a band, really. Like, yeah. you know, not every song you put out is going to be good. Yeah. Like, it's just, yeah. that's just the nature of the beast. Yeah. And, and, you know, who knows what type of, you know, direction or constraints they were, these developers were yeah. given under Amazon. Exactly. Some of them may have made good games because they had great partners to help them along the way. Whereas at Amazon, and I'm, not, I'm speculating, there's probably no way to tell them, like, yeah, this was a good decision. No, we. Don't support that. And we you know, sort of like, saw that. We sort of saw that with Rare, where oh, yeah. when they were working with Nintendo, they were, you know, killing it. Oh yeah, and the game made was great. And I don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think it was a coincidence that once they switched to Microsoft, they, well, they struggled. Well, I I agree. But on the flip side, just to play devil's advocate here, the GameCube generation, Rare put out nothing. That's true. They put out Star Fox Adventures, and that was the. Yeah. That was the rumor, was that Nintendo had grown so basically frustrated with them. Everything Rare was trying wasn't working. Yeah. And Ver- Nintendo was like, yeah. our time Oh, is... you're going to pay us how much? I still, okay. I still find that to be one of the most <laughs> shocking moves in like gaming history. Nintendo yeah. parting with Rare. That, 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 that yeah, at the really, time yeah, seemed impossible. Of, when you think about it, it really was, it was stunning. It, it seemed it, impossible. It would be like Take-Two parting with Rockstar. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can even that I even see is more plausible. Yeah. When you could, when you look back at Rare, they they were like Rare was as much a part of Nintendo as Nintendo was. Yeah. Like we're talking Donkey Kong Country, we're talking Killer Instinct, uh, GoldenEye, Perfect Dark. Yeah. Well, I mean, during the N sixty four era, they, they were Nintendo. they were arguably the most important. Star aspect. Fox, like Star Fox, uh, Donkey Kong. Uh, Country, whatever the 64 was. Donkey Kong 64. But yeah, during the Super um, NES and 64 era, Rare was arguably as much yeah. in charge of Nintendo's success as Nintendo was. Yeah. Nintendo was putting out like Mario Kart and Mario 64, great games, you know, like, yeah. but Rare was really 
Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was special. When you, yeah, when you when you stop and think back on it, it's pretty amazing that Rare really probably put out as many great games on the 64 oh, yeah. as the rest of Nintendo combined. I have to think probably part of what that problem was. They probably had Nintendo probably had some type of schedule, almost like Microsoft has now, where we've got like okay, this year's Halo and next year's Gears, and you know they've got like a kind of like a rotation. Yeah. I assume Nintendo kind of had like a. This year we're gonna put out our blockbuster, Mario or Zelda. Yeah. And the on the off years, Rare's gonna deliver whatever. Donkey Kong, a shooter, you know, whatever. Yeah. That was kinda of, and then when Rare started to not be able to keep up. produce that yeah. yearly or biannual. And that's sort of hit, I mean I think that's when Nintendo was like, hey that that sort of goes back to what we were just talking about where it's Conquer. It's a, Conquer's Bad Fur Day was yeah. like the and Nintendo sixty four game. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that, but it was. <laughs> it was. Do you remember how popular that game was? No, I it was don't super really, popular. I don't really remember being that. Popular. It was like it, it it matched perfectly because it rose to prominence kind of like the same time South Park did. Yeah. That crude humor wave that came yeah. out of like nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I remember it being pretty big, but um, I think Goldeneye was probably. Oh. Goldeneye, yeah. Perfect Dark. Yeah, Mario Kart 64. Um, or or maybe the Zeldas. Oh yeah, Zelda's but well, Ocarina of Time. Majora's Mask didn't succeed yeah. that well. Ocarina of Time was oh, yeah, a pretty huge. big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, but I mean I think you can probably name one rare game for every big Nintendo game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, on that console. So yeah. I mean they, they really were about probably 50. Super NES too. And when you I mean, you're talking multiple studios for all those other games where yeah, you're talking right. just rare more. for Yeah. Like yeah, I mean you're right. It probably was one of the most shocking things in when, all of games. When they, you know, they were given Star Fox Adventures, and it took like five, six years or something. But like it goes that. back, and to, it wasn't even that great. It was it, okay. It goes back to how it's sort of an art, and how it's you can't really just do things by the numbers and just expect it to work. Well, because, that was like their first, like, you know, Star Fox was basically a Zelda game. It was yeah. like an open world Zelda. Oh game. yeah, yeah. And you could see why a developer would would struggle transitioning from smaller scale linear games to now we've got this ginormous world to build. And yeah. Yeah. I guess, I, I mean, I, I don't think I ever really considered that aspect, but yeah, being moving to like larger and larger 3d yeah. worlds probably was a, a real challenge well, for some. Developers. And when you think of what rare did when they switched to Microsoft, they went straight back. Very quickly to Lanier. You had Grabbed by the Ghoulies. Yeah. Cameo, Perfect Dark Zero. But, you know, I mean, Conquer linear remake. games, and we're seeing it with Sony, you can make linear games and be just fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I wish more people would just make linear I wish games. You know, a bunch of prominent gaming journalists recently have, have started tweeting. And I'm so happy because nobody, I feel like except like you and I, has been yeah. willing to say this. Like, I'm really getting sick of like 40-hour games. Yeah. And it's like... I'm not even talking like when I say linear games, it doesn't have to be a literally running down a hallway. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a third person action adventure game that's dark and gritty like every Sony first first party exclusive. It could be something like Star Fox 64, Panzer Dragoon. Right. Just those are world RPG basically. Yeah, just just something, yeah, where I don't have to wander the lands and live yeah. a second life, right. basically. And do side like I, quests. And... I live a life, and that, that's a yeah. full-time job. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, speaking of transitioning and change and stuff, Apple canceled a bunch of upcoming Apple Arcade games this week. 
as they basically have said that their service hasn't landed as they've hoped and that they need to revamp reconsider yeah whatever see i hope they don't pull out entirely i don't think they will i think they're just kind but they of they do need to rethink what they've done they're probably acknowledging we haven't got the roi we planned for yeah so we need to cut x amount of dollars well i hope i hope the direction that they look at it is let's change the policies on our games yeah like right now the policy is is the same game that runs on my phone mm-hmm has to be the same game that runs on my tablet. It has to be the same game that runs on the computer. Yeah. That has to be the same game that runs on the Apple TV. Yeah. And why? I yeah. Mean, why? Like, I, I mean, I to... get phones are very capable now, but this the screen real estate changes the game. Yeah. You know, like I don't want to play the same game on my phone that I play well, on my. And TV. what I what I have to think is probably happening too is. Remember when they initially announced Apple Arcade? They had like a lot of flashy developers. They had Devolver. They had, I think, Platinum. They had, uh, they had a bunch of Devolver games, but they had uh, talent for sure. Yeah. You know, and I'm positive what they did was they paid all those developers because what they 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 mandated Apple Arcade exclusivity. Yeah. And I think if you're not being paid directly by Apple for exclusivity. You're not gonna want to put your game on Apple Arcade exclusive. Like no way. Like the, the model these days is put it as many places as possible. Yeah. I mean even micro, we're seeing Microsoft and Sony put their games on other you know on on PC. Like. Yep. So I as you know as a mobile developer, if I'm Devolver you know and I'm making an indie game, yeah of course I want to be on Steam and I want to be on Epic Game Store and I want to be on Humble and I want to be all. So unless Apple unless you're paying me. I'm not going to develop for Apple Arcade. Like, unless you're paying me to make it exclusive, sure, I'll release it there if you let me, but I'm, I'm not going to make it exclusive unless you, you pay me. Do you think they'll back off? So do you think the change that they'll make will be to back away from the exclusivity? I think that's the only way for them to attract a lot more games. Yeah. The, the question is, what do they want the, the service to be? Do they want it to be exclusive game? Yeah. I, I mean, don't think there's enough people out there who are saying like, yes, I will pay top dollar for premium games on my Apple yeah. iPhone 10. Like, if you're a hardcore gamer who wants exclusive games, you probably don't really aren't attracted to the fact that they're mobile. You yourself, I mean, you bash you know mobile games almost every episode. Oh yeah. So it's like, even if they got some good exclusive games, you probably wouldn't care. No. Because you don't like mobile games. No. So that's that's the, what I think they're fighting is they're fighting like a war with themselves. Yeah, and, and I mean I didn't even consider, I didn't really even consider the exclusivity, like that's that's probably something they need to think about. And like I mean who cares if it's exclusively on Apple? I know Apple loves Apple when, does, but I, I know Apple loves it when you can only get it on Apple. But um, you know like that that would definitely be one thing to look at. But I hope they go look at the policies and maybe just say, okay, we'll let you make a game that only runs on Apple TV and the Mac, yeah. but not on your That's tablet probably a good or idea your, too. your phone. Or, or maybe you make I a could game see, that runs on your phone and your tablet, but not on those. See, I could see what they're saying. They're saying is like, we don't want any of our subscribers to you know, subscribe. Yeah. But, I mean, when you buy a PC, it's not going to run all games. Like, yeah. that's the reality. I mean, if once it falls behind enough, you're not going to be able to run every game. That's yeah. just, yeah, it's a fact. I mean, you got to accept it. You yeah. Know? And I eventually mean, I, you're going to upgrade your I phone. Hope you're not going to, 
use the iPhone 6s for the next 10 years. Yeah. So it even helps them. If, I mean, if, probably... if you're if you're kind of like you know teched out and you want to play the new game, well, it incentivizes you to buy a new iPhone. Exactly. Win-win. I mean, I'm probably in dreamland, but I'm hoping that they double down and, and get like even better developers and make bigger games. I I, I, I realize it's probably dreamland, but... Here, here, here's my... I'm the opposite. I want Apple to GTFO. <laughs> I want Apple to get out of the whole... Move to Canada, Apple. I want Apple to take over and just dominate. Go go go, go scam some And other, then I want to buy more Apple go, stock. Go tax evade in some other country, okay? <laughs> Um. So out of the seemingly out of the blue, like this was literally out of the blue. When you text me this, I was like, "What? Like, what do you mean?" Uh, so a Fallout television show is being made. Is it's HBO, right? I think so. Because the creators of Westworld made me think. Yeah, HBO. yeah, I think it is. Um, they're making a Fallout TV show on HBO, and I know Jonathan. Is it? Yeah, Jonathan Nolan. You know what's funny? Is one of the. The heads. You know what's funny is we can't get a decent video game movie, but all of a sudden we got 10 million TV video shows. game TV shows, and some of them might actually be decent. I could see this one being good. Yeah, I could too. Because the Fallout moniker is just so wide. Yeah. They're not very limited in what they can do. Basically, yeah. it's a post-nuclear you know, yeah. holocaust And you know what's kind of funny? World, and they can basically do whatever they want It seems it. like a genre that... It's kind of like zombies where, like, The Walking Dead, I was like, The Walking Dead's going to be huge. And the only reasoning I really had, well, I had two reasons. One, I read the stories, and yeah, they were good. Great. But the other big reason was, is like, there when you stop and think TV about there's show. no zombie TV show. Yeah. And it's weird because you, you think of these genres that are seemingly really well-traveled. And, and you, zombies, I mean, like, there's... A million zombie movies. million zombie things. But apparently there were no zombie TV shows yeah. for zombie some games. reason. There's, there's 100 times more zombie games yeah. than TV and shows. And zombie movies. And zombie movies. There's a million zombie movies. Yeah. But there's no zombie TV shows. Yeah. And it was like, well, that's weird. Like, I, So, like, right then and there, once I stopped and thought about it, I was like, well, this is definitely going to be huge because it's just something that hasn't really been done. Yeah. And Fallout... I mean, I can't really think of another truly post-apocalyptic. I mean, I know there's been sort of post-apocalyptic shows, but not, not in like the way, Fallout. Yeah, not in this way. Not in not yeah, not in the way Fallout is, and and it's such a sort of like iconic take on the post-apocalyptic yeah. world. Yeah. That I think it's just definitely it especially. Almost, it almost has like a Western vibe. Yeah. Like uh, a Western movie. Especially type in the age of coronavirus, I think it's going to even. It's going to hey, resonate more. Home. I think it's going to resonate more because people sort of, I don't know, they, they, we have a feel for this. I mean, it's got to be great news for Fallout fans because at least they'll get something good in the next 10 years because Fallout 76 yeah. was yeah. pretty much hailed as trash. You know, Fallout maybe, 4 was kind of a disappointment. Well, I mean, if there, was, if there was any concern about the future of the franchise, maybe a hit TV That's show. That's what I mean. Like. Well, really, Fallout fans to me have always seemed very dedicated and hardcore. Extremely dedicated. For what reason I do not know, but no, they are. I mean, either. Because when I play those games, I've always kind of been like, "This is it." They're like, so ugly. Oh yeah. I can't. I can't even look at them. The gameplay is. I want it. I mean, I think it's cool. I think the universe is really. Yeah, cool. I mean, there's some interesting elements, but they're so damn. Oh, I just cumbersome. Think I think it's so ugly. Uh, yeah, it's it ugly is. Game. It is. Um, we'll see. I, I, I'm interested to see. 
you know, they've got HBO, they've got some talent behind it, so I'm definitely interested to see what's where the it bigger goes. show, um, The Last of Us or Fallout? Are they both on HBO? They are. I, I think they are. Which is shocking. I would honestly say that because they almost inhabit the same. Fallout has the greater potential. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I I, I think The Last of Us's story. You could do like just kind of an ongoing show forever in that universe, in the same way you could The Walking Dead. Yeah. Um, but think, to, but to me, it's not the universe of The Last of Us that's that 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 enthralling. It's that core story with the characters yeah. and stuff, which is usually what makes a good yeah, TV show right. too. Actually, I think you're right. But um, I I don't I don't know. I just feel like The Last of Us would almost be better as like a one season like. Like this is our story. Uh, yeah, I think like, maybe like the, Watchmen was. I think The Last of Us might actually be better as a, a movie. Or that, yeah. Like, or maybe a series of movies. Yeah, um, like an eight episode television series. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I think maybe a TV series is pushing it. But you're definitely right that Fallout is more about the universe, whereas The Last of Us is more about the actual characters themselves. Now what about the Halo TV series? Throw that in there. Oh, God. That's, that's what, Cinemax? Or Showtime? Showtime. Is Cinemax even still a thing? I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's watching Cinemax. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, um, it's owned by CBS. I know that. What Showtime. is? Showtime. Showtime? Is. That um, kind of scares me a little bit. When they do Star Trek... So, that scares me even so more. So they have a little bit of they, they have a little bit of knowledge about um, you know doing TV shows like this, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have much faith in Halo, honestly. I'm really scared. I because if they the the grunts, the, you know, honestly, it's the grunts for me. I know. Like, I just don't know, know how you how do you do that. I just don't know. For some reason, they've and well, I get why it's the popularity of the property, and and it is a huge universe. It's super deep. The yeah. books have given it so much depth. Um, but when you look at that, I don't know what part... They've always wanted to make a Halo Halo movie, Halo TV show. They did make that Forward Unto Dawn movie. Remember that? Yeah. Here's here's my one hope for the Halo show. I just... I don't know. Please don't let the Covenant speak English. I know. I, know. I will flip this table over if they speak English. <laughs> It'd be a great... I, I refuse to watch it. I'm going to film... I want to film you the entire time you watch the first episode of Halo. It's going to become a meme. Like, Arbiter comes on speaking the, English. The aliens, <gasps> are, the aliens become so lame if they're speaking English. Like that, I think that was actually the best part about the first game was that they didn't speak English. Yeah. And then the second game they did, and I was well, like, okay, well, these you, aren't really you know, what, you know what's kind of proof... That uh, that they know they screwed up is Destiny. Destiny is basically modeled after Halo. They changed the alien races. They changed, yeah. you know, it, it's almost it's almost a one to one concept conceptual. Like there's all these alien races. Well, all the alien races in Destiny have never spoken English. <laughs> so well, I think one of them, one of them has certain characters like like high up. Almost like grave mind type thing. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, none of the combat units speak English. Good. It, it, That's but it but just kind of shows, you know, ah, we yeah yeah we, we dropped do, the ball with that one. Well, because they're going kind of through an avenue of one of those storylines where like a faction of one of and it's basically the elites, by the way. Oh really? <laughs> it, who, yeah, you know, a faction of the elites in Destiny called the Fallen, you know, are kind of becoming friendly. They still don't speak English, though. Oh, good. They, they, you know, like, it's, so non, it's, like it's non-verbal too. communication. It's like Halo 2. 
yeah, yeah. In in Destiny. They're, I mean, that's not the main storyline, but it's one of the many storylines. That's the the fallen race is kind of having a civil war amongst itself, and you know, there's different factions that want it to go different directions, and one of them wants to align with you know the humanity and and stuff, and they're friendly, but they're still not yeah. speaking English. So actually, it was Halo Three where they the elites. Right? Which one was they it? They started Halo speaking 3. English in two. Yeah, but which one was it where they started teaming with the humans? It was three. It was definitely... There was like a civil it might war. have been the end of two. Yeah. Because oh, most, most of two, you were the Arbiter was that's separate. True. You're right. It might have been two. And, but, and most most of Halo 2, Arbiter was fighting like the Flood most of the I time. I just remember when that happened, I was like... And then sucks. by the end... Why'd they do this? By the end, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> so I decided that I want to share my Dr. Disrespect theory because if I'm right, I want it to be on record. that I, After the show last week, I, I shared it with my theory with Matt. And uh, he said, you know, well, you, you actually should have shared that. I didn't really want to add to, like, the dumpster fire that that discussion yeah. was becoming of accusations. And I think what is absolutely insane as we are now over a week since yeah. this happened so we we gave them time to clear the air they're clearly not going to do that there's nothing so and you know i've read a bunch of things about you know twitch's contracts and it says that if there's some type of contractual dispute then arbitration will occur and both sides will, will remain confidential so i feel like that's it's some type of legal or contractual dispute but um, I ran my theory by an attorney who specifically does gaming. That's his focus. He's an attorney for, for gaming companies. And uh, he was like, oh, my God, like, that's not even remotely unrealistic. Like, that could actually be it, which I was kind of like, oh, man. Vindicated. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. Here's my crazy rabbit hole for what happened with Dr. Disrespect. So my theory is that... Whether he knew this or not, I don't know. I hope he didn't, if this is the case. That possibly, and I, I want to be careful about how I say this, but like foreign money was being laundered through Twitch, somehow through Dr. Disrespect's channel, which is why nobody can talk about it, because it actually has like foreign intelligence implications which is why everybody who has said they know about this has said that they're scared to speak out about it because the implications are so large if this was some type of i feel like me too type thing it would have been out by now yeah. it and the fact that twitch has how many employees like some of them have to know by now like they can't be holding all twitch's employees in a separate room and not yeah. telling them like yep. something Something has gone on here, and all you, I know you never watched Breaking Bad, but in Breaking Bad, um, and this was a long time ago that the show was out, Walt's son sets up this like charity website for his dad. To Spoiler get, alert, to get, by the way. It's not that important. It's not a big, he sets up a charity website, like a fund for his dad, you know, you go fund me type thing, you know, like, please help, you know, our funny, our money, our families, and monetary distress we can't pay for my dad's treatment well walt figures out a way to launder all of his drug money through this 
charity website. So all these donations are popping up. Oh my God. And his son feels so good. You know, like he just donated $5,000 and you know, like he donated a hundred and like the news covers it, you know, like all this. And, uh, but, but that's kind of what it reminds me of when you think about it, all this money coming in through Twitch is really just through totally anonymous usernames and accounts that you can use. Um, what are those things that you can like re- root your internet signal so it looks like it's VPN? Kind of, yeah, you can use VPN. I actually just got one. Um, and like I and I think you and I talked about that last week after the Not show. Not to launder money though. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> but like how easy it really would be. And you know whether whether it was just going through like one of his agencies or his accountants and he didn't know it, or he, uh, you have to believe that. You know, I saw another prominent streamer who's a, another big, high up guy and is in in that business, and he's like, no way, like think what you want about him, he's not dumb. Like yeah. no way is he dumb enough to like do some of these things that people are. Uh, suggesting that he did he knows who he is he knows there's people looking at him and you know part of me thinks that's why he reacted the way he did on stream is because he didn't know and he got some type of message like you know could you imagine me hit with a hit with a message like hey you know whatever i don't know the yakuza i'm just making up a random organization you know like have been funneling money through through your through your channel, through your accountant, or, you know, whatever the hell, you know, and Twitch has decided they need to shut it off immediately, yeah. and they're going to remove all of your stuff so it can't continue, and that's why they're going to refund all this money. It's almost like it's blood money. Like, yeah. the Twitch is I, I like, mean, get it out of here. Get it. We don't want it. Get it. There's get definitely it. an element of fear. Like, the people that know, they don't want to talk about it, and there seems to be there seems to be an element of fear to that. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I mean, this is all speculation. Oh, totally. But it, it seems like it seems very plausible given what we've heard and and the silence and the fear and the, the silence. Right. The, and the silence, silence is, which seems to be stemming from the, the fear. silence is is the weirdest part because everybody thought he got arrested. That would have been out long ago. You know, a lot of people suggested a Me Too type thing. I guess that's still technically possible if there's some type of you know, legal dispute and somebody looking for a settlement or something to sign an NDA, you know, yeah. like a, give me this much and I won't, you know, possible. But, um, it's just, it's so strange that, that neither Twitch nor he has said anything because yeah. it would also seem that if it was just a problem exclusively with Twitch and they were just going to void his contract, that he would just literally just go sign a deal with YouTube or Facebook or something and just continue on. You know, like he's one of the biggest influencers in the in the gaming space. Why wouldn't he just if he's got a problem specifically with Twitch, why wouldn't he just yeah. jump ship? Now what was what was the deal with him and the WWE? That never so I've often thought about that too. It never really led to anything. I know. That's why I'm wondering. So, like, so what, what I whatever he came what with. I thought first, well, the theory there was couple theories the first one was that he was going to be in the new wwe game yeah Do you remember got canceled no it got canceled oh remember oh, they replaced w- it 2k whatever yeah yeah remember they replaced it with that awful looking wwe yeah. game yeah oh they, the, the story the story behind that is really fascinating <laughs> and fun to hear it's on youtube 
Um, so if you ever have a moment, the kind that gains that cancellation up. or the new one, the, the one that got canceled. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. I, I kind of want to hear this. Now. It, it, oh, I mean, but I, yeah, we'll just, get into that in a second. Yeah. Um, so there, there was a theory that he was going to be in that game, and that's what it was hyping up the game. But then the game got canned, so it, it never led to an announcement. Or literally, WWE just paid him to market WWE to his audience. Now that it was a smaller, you know, not a big, yeah, but. But there were literally behind-the-scenes pictures of Doc and Undertaker together I, in real I, life, yeah. which is oh. like what it seems that there was more to it, and then for some reason it didn't never get went fulfilled. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why. It'd been cool. Like I feel like in, in days gone by, it would have been um, there would have been a wrestling match there. Yeah, I, I feel like he could totally be a wrestler if he wanted to. It would have been cool. It would have been cool. Uh, um, you know, in, in different eras, they would have done that. Yeah. I mean, you look at the you look at the list of celebrities that oh, have yeah. done that, oh, that yeah. have done WWE matches, and it's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, some of the people that they've had in the ring, yeah. you go, no way, yeah. no way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the president of the United States got stunned by Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean, I mean. And that's not even like the weirdest yeah, person no. to be in the ring. I mean, like there's some really incredible people that I, when I find out, I go, God, I, I never knew. Yeah. And I, I can't believe it. But So anyway, that's my Dr. Disrespect theory. I've shared it. I think there was some type of weird foreign money laundering or something going on, whether or not Doc knew about it. And that, that, that also explains Twitch refunding $70,000 to people. Yeah. Because... If you're a company and you find out, like, I don't know, if it was just some situation, I feel like where Doc did something to make himself look bad, I don't feel like Twitch would have been like, oh, here, have your money back, guys. Like, no, yeah. you subscribed to our platform, you know. It wasn't just like a, that to me screams like, we do not want this money. Like, like we don't want to touch this. You know, like, it's back. It's not our problem now. Yeah. And we're deleting his channel. Nope, not our problem. You know, like, not us. I, I don't know. I, I, and I feel like it has something to do with with China. But. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it all leads back to China. It all, always does. And the birds. Somehow. Right. Tencent. Yeah. It's probably has something to do with fucking Tencent. Alfred, and Alfred Hitchcock from Beyond the Grave pulling the strings. So I, you got, what's the deal with the cancellation well, of this game? You know, like, is it that long of a story? Or? It is kind of. I mean, it's. Sum it's, it up for me. It's not really so much like a wild and crazy story. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's sort of the details. Yeah. And there's a there's a YouTube just like how bad the game was. There's or? a YouTube video that sort of recaps how how you know the ro- the road to this disaster. Well, do you remember last year's WWE game? It was yeah. like full of not like insane exactly. bugs, like well, insane. Apparently, like the wrestlers were like falling through the mat well, all the time. Apparently, <laughs> the de- the developer of WWE 2K whatever, yeah. Um, like, had been working on the game for like almost 20 years. Yeah, yeah. And they do it every year. And then they and Take Two um, got into sort of like a fight. Mm-hmm. And they said, "Oh, okay, well, well we're, we're, we're yeah." They just said, "We're out of here. Yeah, we're gone." Yeah. And they did. They just gone. And um, <clears throat> so um, there was going to be a new developer on the game anyway. Yeah. But they were they were scheduled to take over in like two years. Mm-hmm. But now they had to take over in six months. <laughs> So like that's that's sort of like that's the crux. Like burning. Yeah, I mean that, the the YouTube video that uh, you know I'll find and I'll send it to you. 
you know, has way more details. Yeah, than no, text. that's good but, enough. You don't even but, need to do you that. You know, it was just so it was it was entertaining. They to, were asked to, to make a game basically yeah, in like six and, months. Yeah, and it sort of recapped like what it was like trying yeah. to essentially take over a, a huge franchise yeah. where where the developer had already gone a little bit rogue. Mm -hmm. Like so like they didn't really know what they were inheriting. Yeah. So like, you know, like just trying to figure out where you are and put out a game simultaneously yeah. in six months yeah. in, in 2020. Like it was like, or 2019 yeah. or whatever it was. Um, yeah, it was supposed to come out this fall. Just a, just an impossible task. Or summer, and, and, and it showed in the final project. Yeah. So, Dark Season 3 is out. This is one of Matt and I's probably favorite shows of all time, I would yeah. say. It's definitely in my top ten, like, yep. easily. Uh, I, I managed, I wanted to watch the whole series, and both of us failed to, <laughs> to do so. Yeah, but I watched close. the first two, you watched the first one, and you said you had something to... Well, I mean, thoughts that you wanted to. Yeah. Oh God, I got so many thoughts. Like we were, we were discussing how this is probably the densest show ever either made. one of us has ever watched. Yeah. Like it, you gotta really be paying attention every single moment. It's almost like pain for pleasure. I mean, yeah. And it is a little bit masochistic. It almost. really. I mean, it is. It's it's such a beautiful thing, and and to think about it and and to watch. It's almost a challenge to. As you watch it, connect all the dots. Well, and this is what I wanted to say. This is what I wanted to say. Do you think the show has been somewhat held back by being on Netflix? Which is kind of an odd thing to say. But no, I the, the format of their releases. Yeah. Like this show could have benefited so much from being a weekly release. I feel I like. I don't think so. I, I know there's a lot of people who want to see more shows go back to that. I think the, did The Witcher do that? Did it do that? No, I did. What show did do that recently? I don't know. There was a show that did that recently. A Netflix? I don't know that it was Netflix, but it was on another streaming service. Well, I mean, I HBO still does that. But yeah, but it was something else, I think. I just feel I like... I think it was a Hulu show. It really cuts the community off on, at the knees because you can't... Like, you know, a Game of Thrones, every week there would be podcasts, yeah. be YouTube videos, yeah. there would be, okay, you know, this is what they showed on this week's episode, yeah. this is what we think is going to happen now. I could, I could, I see what you're saying, and I could definitely see more, like, YouTubers and stuff taking it on in a weekly format. Yeah. Um, so, from that aspect, I think you could be onto something. I think what holds it back more than anything is just the fact that it's in German. I yeah. mean, I know, I, I, pro I would say of all the people that I talk to... I would say like seven out of ten, eight out of ten are unwilling to watch a show in a different language. There's, oh, there, I know. There's just yeah. There's you tell them it's in, you know there's a dub version or there's subtitles. They're just not interested. And you know English is a language that is spoken in a lot of countries. It's a secondary language, so that's why a lot of media is released in English is because it's got a far you know reach. Whereas German, I don't know what the percentage of people in the world as speak German, but uh, it's got to be single digits, I would imagine. There's a percentage. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, it's got to be small. Three tops, maybe? I yeah, don't know. Yeah, and it, I mean, that definitely... And I, I've been thinking, like, do you think that there's a good chance that at some point in the future... Remake it in English? They will remake it in English, you know, <sighs> with an American... I, I, I want to say there is a good chance of that. That's my instinct, but my other instinct is it won't be as good. Yeah. It won't well, be as good. you know, I mean, did you ever see Let the Right One In? Or, or no. Let Me In, I think, is what it was no. called in America. 
Yeah, I think that's my. We, we got a special house guest. Here. There's something going uh, on in the in the God Mode Unlocked office here. I don't know. The whole house is did you, did and you, the doggy door open, but nothing came through it. Somebody's downstairs. Is there is there birds outside? Ghosts. Ghosts. But do, do you think? Um, well, you never seen that, but the American movie actually. What? Who's that? That's my mom. Oh. Um, <laughs> The American movie was actually able to hold up to a great, I mean, this was actually the first foreign language movie I'd ever seen in the original language, and it was Let the Right One In, and it was phenomenal. Like, I was blown away. Like, I've heard of that. I honestly forgot that I, I wasn't even English halfway through. Like, I, I just sort of forgot. Like, yeah. it was such a good movie. Oh, yeah. I, I've had, I've had um, <clears throat> the first one I can think of that did that to me was a movie called, it was a French movie actually called La Haine, which yeah. means the hate. Yeah. And it's about like gang violence and stuff in, in France. And it was one of the most compelling movies I've ever watched. I, I would say by like halfway through the movie, I had no idea that I was watching a French movie. Yeah. I was so glued to it that I just, it, the, and I always tell people like, you know, you should watch that movie. Nobody ever does. I mean, the incredible thing was, was the American movie, and I thought for sure this wouldn't happen, but the American movie did actually hold up. Like, it it, yeah. it did the job. I, I can't really tell you which one's better. I, I think maybe I still prefer the original just because yeah. it's the original. You know? Most people like, usually prefer originals over. And it didn't have the big budget, but it was still very charming yeah whereas the american one it does have a big budget and it's still great i mean yeah. it's, it, you should see it if you haven't seen it um it's just such a shame that more people aren't watching exactly. this show it like, truly it, is it's such a good show it deserves it that in, it, in, in english it is one of the most unique shows like I'm, i always try to describe it to people like well there's a small town in germany yeah and there's like some time travel going <laughs> on kind of and there's, you know, sci-fi elements I was just, and, and, you know... Uh, I was honestly just thinking you about... You can't describe it. ...trying to talk someone into watching yeah, the show. But then I was like, well, if I tell them aspects of the show, there's no way in hell and we're going to watch the show. it sounds generic at first. Like, yeah. oh, time travel... Uh, oh, yeah, this one girl... Nuclear power This plant. one girl, she's the mom of her own mother. Her own yeah, mother. yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, just, just things like that. It, it, it's just... From the atmosphere and the intro is another Stranger Things situation. I feel like where like that intro is just so iconic. That music yeah. and like yeah, like it, it almost like sets the tone for the entire yeah. You know, from the from the it's like well, from Stranger Things and Dark. Same thing. I always thing. like the voiceover. When I saw the first intro, I knew like I'm gonna like yeah. this show. Yeah, I always like the voiceover at the start where like you know it has, yeah. Yeah, and they they always have. The That's good, what I mean. They just made all these good stylistic choices. The, yeah, they they always have like the best quotes in the world for their like. Uh, did did you see the one for episode one, which was like, a man can do anything he wills, but he can't will what he wills. I can't remember. Yeah, like just so many great. There's just you so are, many great aspects of the show. That reminds me of uh, back in the day. I used to love like the old school Call of Duty quotes. Remember when you died, it would always show you oh, like yeah, a yeah. prominent yeah, quote yeah, from yeah. like. Churchill or, yep. you know, whoever, FDR, whatever. Um, but, yeah, Dark so far. I, I'm liking it. I have no idea how I'm going to feel about the third season. As well. I mean, I feel it's good. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, so nervous about Me you. too. I'm me so too. nervous. Can they stick it? Well, not only that, but just it has become so... If they possibly could have made it any more confusing. Yeah. They did. 
uh, which kudos to them by figuring out a way to make it more confusing. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I keep, you know, like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know who, you know who I keep, also keep feeling bad for is goddamn Ulrich. Like this guy can't get it right no matter what he does. He's he's in a small spoiler. He's in an alternate. He's he's a he's a you know he commits adultery in his yeah. one life. It causes all sorts in the alternate universe. Well, he's committing adultery with the person that he was committing adultery with. The other oh, or God. on the other. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. It is just like who sat there in a room and thought of that? Too? Like we're gonna take this guy and well, now we're gonna make him, ha- you know, have an affair on the woman that he was having an affair with in the alternate universe. You know, the one thing I really appreciate the most about the alternate and in the other one, he's an old man the, the, the <laughs> who's thing, been in an asylum for. Well, no, he's not cheating on the. He, he's he. Who is he with in the alternate universe? He's with the woman he, he was cheating with. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's cheating on her with Charlotte, right? Yes. So he's. But he wasn't married to Charlotte, was he? When? In the regular universe. No, no he, was he was married, married to Katarina. To he was married to Katarina. Oh, that's right. He cheated on Katarina with Hannah. Yeah. And then Hannah went back in time and screwed him and left him. Remember, he left yeah, him yeah, to yeah. rot. Yeah. So in the alternate universe. He's because first they show the photo with Ulrich ripped out. Yeah, but he, he's cheating with Charlotte. In, so, well, in the, I, well, in the I saw ultimate. the photo with Ulrich ripped out, and they showed him with Hannah, and Hannah's pregnant. And I was like, oh, well, cool. In this universe, he made the right decision. He was unhappy. He left his wife, and now he's living a yeah. happier life. No, he's not. Nope. He's cheating on his pregnant wife, who he was having an affair with in the other universe. You know. So it's like I was just like, can this guy get it? Like no matter what, he can't get it right. And I think that's part of the. Probably the part of the theme is like you are who you are no matter what. The one thing I really appreciate so far, and I'm only one episode in about the alternate universe, is it's not just like a perfect mirror. Yeah, yeah. Like that one There's guy. Small tweaks everywhere. The one guy who was missing an eye is now missing an arm. Yeah. <laughs> like I was just like, that's so that's so brilliant. Yeah. Like just rather, small things like yeah, that. Yeah, just small. Rather than making it like, oh, he's missing his left eye, so in this universe he's missing his right yeah, eye. Missing like missing arm. Yeah, make them make them missing an arm, or, yeah. or you know, like stuff like that. It, like, just so you don't really know this universe. Yeah. Like it, it's a parallel universe, but it's it's still really different. Yeah, yeah, and in clever ways. Yeah. And I feel like it's again in the way that Dark does. Every five minutes, some type of like other weird, small but really crazy tweak yeah. to the alternate universe is revealed, where it's like, well, that's going on too, you know, like <laughs> oh, it just. How know. many episodes are there? I think there's only eight or nine. Oh, so I got halfway through episode two, I should say. Um, uh, I'm I'm scared. I'm yeah, scared. me too. Me too. It's I, I got be halfway through episode two. I was like, okay, I gotta stop. I, because I keep going in the thread on reset because I'm just reading reactions, to, not spoilers. To to understand, to truly understand and appreciate what's going on, I need to go back and research <sighs> because, like, obviously, it's paralleling things that happened in season one. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I'm like, okay, I need to go back. I need to understand. I almost thought, like, I should just rewatch all of season one. That's just so too could, much, though. But, I, yeah, then, then I was like, that's too much. So I've been YouTubing Speaking it. of that's too much, I swear to God, it took me a month, a month, 
to skulk through the second episode of the second episode or season of Westworld. <laughs> Every time I try to watch it, I watch fun. like five minutes and I'm like, okay, I'm going to bed. I just, it's like, did you like season one? Yes. Okay. But season two, I, I, I really, every time I watch, I watch like 10 minutes. I never made it through season three. Uh, no? No. It's, it started it off good, off but again, then Because I, I know you were really hyped at the beginning. Yeah, it started off really good, and then it just I heard other of, people say the same. That just, season three started really well. Yeah. I kind of wonder if that show's just going to silently just go away. It is. Uh, if they're yeah. just gonna, well, they got one more season, but there's no way it goes beyond that. Yeah. But yeah, I, Irma walked in the other night. I was, I was trying to relax, and... You know, I, I she walked in and I, and I paused it, and and I and I, and I like and I like yelled kind of, and, and I was like, I still have 20 minutes of this episode to go, and she's like, what is wrong with you? And I was like, I've been watching this for weeks, <laughs> I can't, like it never ends. It's yeah. just, it's been isn't de- that the worst? Like it's been Dolores slaughtering people in shows you know, with with ominous music playing for months. Like it's been the same thing. In shows you like like. The good seasons of Game of Thrones, you'd get to the end of the episode and you'd be like, "Oh God, it's over already!" Like yeah, yeah. That, that was so fast. And then shows that well, you, I want to like. Westworld. Yeah, the shows that you don't like, you you know because the thing that's killing me. Too, you're like 20 minutes to go. Are you kidding me? I get I get that characters have to change and go through arcs and be challenged and stuff. It's just like it, a you miss you know. Ford's influence is still felt in the second season, so I don't feel like that's a miss. But the man in black is like a turd now. He's not a threat at yeah. all. And that really ruined... It doesn't ruin it for me, but he's just like a normal guy now. And it's yeah. like, well, that character is not as cool anymore. I mean, I didn't like him nearly as much when I found out who he was originally, because I hated that character. The the old, the younger there version of him. There is kind of a cool twist at the end of season two. I'm sure, but like... That on top of just Dolores literally being the Terminator, yeah. Um, it it just it, it all feels kind of like hokey now, yeah. and I'm kind of like, yeah, they really gotta do something here to keep my interest because I'm just not interested at all. I mean, the ending of season two is was probably the most memorable part. Like, I, yeah, when you talk about season two, I can literally only remember like the first episode and the very last. The last episode was good. Yeah. Like, I, I remember that one. But everything in between, I'm just like, can't can't yeah. remember. I don't know yeah. what happened. Like it was, it really was. I just remember it not being as good as season one. It just it's like a Halo thing. Like the Man in Black seemed like an unstoppable force in the first season. Yeah. Now in the second season, it's like what they did with the Covenant. You know, like well yeah. now he's just normal. Guy. I feel like there's there's less Robert Ford, which also sort of hurts it. Well, yeah. Because Robert, to me. He was a Anthony major part. Hopkins, yeah, he was great. So amazing in the first. Yeah, he was season. great for sure. And, and you know, there's just so much less in one season yeah. two. And, it, and and there's so much more Dolores. My God, and like the whole I, thing is just Dolores, Dolores, yeah. Dolores, Dolores, Dolores. Well, I'll tell you, as far as I got in season three, I never saw either the Man in Black or Robert Ford. So yeah, you can imagine. I always assumed that Ford would come back in like the final season or something, like yeah. like the real Ford or something. Yeah. Like I don't know how that's gonna work, but. You know, we'll see. It says a lot when Aaron Paul, who's one of, like, in my opinion, like a top five actor, can't carry Carry your show show. to success. Because he's literally carried shows on his own. I mean, I feel like season three, half of the reason it's it's interesting in the first couple episodes is Mm -hmm. just because of the futuristic world. It's sort of like a a futuristic world, but not that far into the future. 
So it's kind of, it's really kind of interesting because yeah. you're like, well, you know, like that could be a look into the not too distant yeah. future. Yeah. It's not like the Jetsons. Yeah. And so it's really cool in how authentic it presents that. And, but once that wears off and you just have the stories they're telling, it's like, yeah, yeah. can't watch anymore. Yeah. All right. Godspeed story time. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's do it. You want to read first? You want me to read Yeah, first? I'll go first. Ring the bell. Okay, Call of Duty Warzone gets 200-player update. Are you ready for 200 players? I uninstalled Warzone a while ago, but I do. I am glad to see them pushing stuff like this because it's just a small battle royale Is it the innovation. same map? Yeah, 200, 200 players. 200 players on the yeah. same. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, break that mold as much as you can. The, the yeah. 100 players, all, everybody well, jumps I mean, on one map. Yeah, a lot of Warzone. I mean, not, not a terrible lot, but... You know, I spent walking around like yeah. like on some a lot of times I walk around not even really feeling afraid. PUBG is the worst for that. Like, yeah, drive even, around for thirty minutes and never. See there a were soul. games of PUBG where I was intentionally looking for people. Yeah, I still would. could never find them for like a half hour. Right? And then and then as soon as you like you run for half an hour, you get one shot yep. in the head. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Papa John's is getting a shackaroni pizza, which all it is is a pizza with 66 pieces of pepperoni. Are you going to order a shackaroni? The shackaroni. Shaq's been plugging Papa John's. He's like got to be one of the smartest businessmen. Um, yeah, I mean, shave your me, balls. Give He's me Coach Shaq. Give me a diesel pie. They should have named it the diesel pie. That would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> I'd order a diesel pie. Um, I don't know about a shakaroni. It's you know, it's Papa John's. What do you want? Yeah, I ate forty. That, what is that, it? Thirty-three pizzas and what that, was that? that should be the tagline for Papa John's. It's Papa John's. What do you want? <laughs> Your uh, turn. Discord rebranding to focus on everyone instead of just gamers receives a hundred million in new investment from Tencent. Tencent, of course. Of course. Um, do you think this is a mistake to leave gamers in the dust? See, that's my initial instinct is that it is a mistake. But at the same time, every business has to eventually expand. You have to figure out how do we grow. You know, they've really got the gaming market nailed down. So they probably can't, you know, their growth is going to stagnate if they stick with just gamers. Yeah. So I get where they're looking, but I really feel like, yeah, a lot of things these days are about finding your niche and then owning your niche. So I feel like if they, it depends on how they how they go about this. It could end up being a mistake, but yeah. it, we'll see. I, I feel like they're not gonna find too much success competing against Zoom and Skype, but we'll see. Andy McNamara, the editor in chief of Game Informer, has left the magazine after 30 years. Do you feel like this is the final kiss of death for gaming's last magazine? God, I, I mean. It's just a sign of times. Like, I feel bad for kids. Like, really, what incentive do they have to leave the house? Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, do you remember going to, to the grocery store? And at least, you know, when you're bored at the grocery store with your mom, you, look could, for that you could run to the magazine rack yeah. and just look through the video game magazines. Well, like, now you just watch whatever you want on YouTube. Yeah, I guess. But, you know, like like I say, you don't even need to leave the house. You know what's funny is uh, <laughs> my, my niece the other day was being pushed in a stroller. And she had an iPad. And uh, I said to her, Lily, what are you watching? And, you know, like back in the day, it was like you could name the show. And yeah. everybody knew what you were watching. You know, like, oh, I'm <laughs> yeah. watching Barney. Or like, yeah, you know, yeah, oh, yeah. 
Oh, she's please. like, I'm watching Super Kids H Sizzle oh, Adventure. God. And I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, <laughs> look at this screen. Yeah. And it's some YouTube yes. show with just people jumping into a pool and like My niece and nephew watch so much of that stuff. And, and, I, and I'm and I'm and I'm like, so I'm like looking around and, I, and I'm like, what is, what is she watching? Here's my question. How do they find that? That's stuff? what I'm saying. And I'm like, I'm looking around and I'm like, what is she watching? And I'm like, well, it's a kids show where they just do funny stuff. I'm like, what is that? Like, yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh, yeah. I just gave up. I this was is, like, whatever. This is how you know you're getting older because, yeah. Like to me, I'm like, how did you, how did you find right. this stuff? I like, have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Um, dreams gets VR enabled on July 22nd. Are you ready? Are you ready to next, live the dream? Next. Dreams sucks. That's my <laughs> entire comment. Halo Master Chief Collection. I love this one. Got an update where you can now get custom vehicle, gun, and Spartan skins in the original Halo. So you can make like your, you know, like you can unlock different skins for your OG assault rifle and stuff. I love that. I don't, I don't know if you, you Did, probably don't. Do you just it. play online with it? Is it is yeah, that... just like any game with gun skins okay. and character, but it's it's new content you know what for needs a twenty-year-old game. You know what needs to happen? They need to create like a new, and they should probably put it right in the Master Chief Collection. Where you can select, like, you can be Halo 1's Master Chief, Halo 2's Master yeah. Chief, Halo 3 Master Chief, and you can have them all in the same game. Yeah. And, Doom Eternal just added, like, the OG Doom. Like, that'd be just, costume. I don't know, that would just be cool to me, like, being able to see all the different. The problem Master is, Chiefs is that the around. original suit and stuff doesn't, like, if you run it in a modern game, it'll look like terrible. Yeah, I, but if people just expect that, it'll be charming. <laughs> Uh, Devolver Digital Direct is happening on July 11th, which I can't wait for this because they always have the best E3 always the best. show. A new Shadow Warrior is being teased on Twitter. Uh, are you gonna? Do, how many? I think I own Shadow Warrior. How much time do you think will be spent on inexplicable nonsense versus game reviews? Uh, about 99.9% <laughs> of the time. Like. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy is they they really have a lot of great games. Oh, amazing! And you know you, you turn on their show and like <laughs> they seem to want to do everything I'm, possible. I'm re- to distract from the game. I text you this story. This is it's it's like their history. I'm reading Devolver's history. It's in a there's a new book out about Devolver, and uh, one of the things that they mentioned is that Ken Levine, whatever year Bioshock came out, is on stage accepting an award for Director of the Year. You know, and I guess he was giving this very deep, like, well-thought-out, you know, speech and insightful into his design ideas. And three, three Devolver employees had gotten drunk. They weren't, they were on site at the show, but they weren't in the audience. And their, their company at the time was called Gamecock. And, yes, Gamecock. They, they put on, they got drunk, they put on chicken suits, and they ran on That's stage. That's for South Carolina, okay? They, they ran on stage during Ken Levine's speech as a... It's just like this book is just like it's devolver. Like it's just incredible. Oh, yeah. It's, it's yeah. incredible. Kellogg oh, I think is you're supposed to read this one. Kellogg's releasing a Minecraft Creeper Crunch cereal this fall. Are you ready to have Creeper Crunch in your mouth? Microsoft just keeps winning with Minecraft, don't they? They really do. Uh, Kanye West officially announced that he's running for president of the United States on Twitter yesterday. Vote Kanye. Just yay. I hope, yeah, I, hope he's, I hope he makes the well, that's, ballot that's and it says nothing else but yay. Just yay, yeah, yeah. Just yay. Yeezy. But, but my fear would be that he might win like that. Yeezy, Yeezy season <laughs> or Yeezy, yeah. 2020. I'm going to be his VPZ. Um, it's too late for him to actually run, isn't it? Well, 
Like you'd have he to can't run as a part with a yeah. Stab you'd have to write him in, right? You could write him in. There might be. He want to be on the ballot though. Like there, a, I don't know about federal election law, but usually like local and state election law, if you want to form your own party and run, so basically run as an independent, but yeah. you form your own party, you could do that later than like the party nominations come in. Yeah. So there may be some odd. He won't. He won't actually do go you, through do you all that. Want to know something? To do I, I actually I saw this news today. Yeah. And I started watching videos because I don't know if you know this, but recently Kanye has been kind of crazy. <laughs> um, yes. So it's it's if you go on YouTube and you watch some of his crazy interviews, yeah. it's actually really entertaining. Oh yeah. Um, He's basically running a cult in Wyoming. I'm not even kidding you. I'm not that. even kidding you. But, you know, there are moments where it's like, you know, he's not, he actually makes a little bit of sense. Every once in a while, he, he says something profound, but it's yeah. mixed in with 99% yes. of just unthinkable. No. Yeah. Well, there's you know, definitely, <laughs> he's definitely got some type of hardcore mental illness. Yeah, I'd say so. But the thing about Kanye was he was always crazy, but it was like tempered to an extent. You know, he even had a song where he, he says, name one genius that ain't crazy. Yeah. And it's true. Like, yeah. most people who are savants at something are totally, like, out there. Well, like, because your brain is functioning on another level in one regard. Well, he had a song where he said, you know, like, he says something, and then somebody says, well, what does that mean? And he says, nobody knows what it means, but it gets the people going. Yeah, oh, yeah, I remember And, and like, I've often thought about that when I'm watching him be crazy. Like yeah. Clear because because he put that in that song. Yeah. It it shows me that he knows. Oh yeah. He knows. Just get that, the reaction. Yeah. Get it, being crazy kind of like like turns some people on. Like it yeah. just makes them want more of yeah. whatever it is you're selling. And I think he was doing that on purpose for like his first like four or five albums. But now I think he's on a he's he's literally like he's escalated the plane of craziness. Yeah. Where he's no longer doing it as part of his persona. Do you remember? He's actually like. I think it was Saturday Night Live. He came out dressed in, like he was dressed like a milk carton. I think it was. Yeah, I think so. And, and the guy behind him was dressed as like a banana or something. I don't, I don't remember. remember. It was it was completely ridiculous. And you could tell he knew it was completely ridiculous. <laughs> but when you compare it though, that you know this Kanye. Yeah. To the George Bush doesn't care about black people kind of. Yeah. It's not the same. It's I know. not the same it's person. It's like, yeah. It's, it's, I, well, and that's what I think about, too. Like, when you when you think of his, um, I think it was called College Dropout. Yeah. That's like that was That was like his biggest album. I think that was his think. first album. I think that was like his most successful one, too. He had, he had I think his third was the most successful. Oh, well, at any rate. They're if, all after, if, they're if all you compare, after college. If you compare that one to... Like what he's doing now. Yeah, it's not even close. Like you can see, like there's just his, well, the original was like actually about his life. One of the things that I like about Kanye as an artist is his first few albums were, were they were rap albums, but they had a lot of like like soul like influences and yeah. stuff. Like it was really eclectic music, truly. It was rap, but very wide spectrum. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then he has evolved a lot. He has an album that's like almost like pure electronic. He has an album that was kind of like very drum driven. He's got like a whole, you know, he's, I, I truly believe he's a musical genius. You know, now he's got a, you know, his, his later stuff has been not nearly no. good. No. But but he's still changing what he does. He yeah. just did a gospel album. Like he's he has evolved. But a funny tangent story here. 
you know, I realized the other day, Katrina was like, what, like 2003? Something Five, like that? Was it? Four, maybe. Around there. Somewhere in that three-year span. One of my 16-year-old employees, you know, I, I referenced the George Bush doesn't care about black people thing. And he had never heard no, of it. I, no. Oh and I, and I, I'm like, you need to watch this right oh now. God. You need to watch it right now. And I was like, and you need to watch Mike Myers, who's Mike standing Myers next to Mike Myers and then, and then, well, and remember who they cut to right after? No. It's Chris Tucker. And and so, and you, when you watch Kanye, you can, he is not the same person. He, you can tell he's so nervous and worked up. Yeah. Like he's, he, you can tell he knows what he wants to say, but like he can't, like he's, he's struggling with it. You know, can I actually say this? You know, like, and uh, he, he's like, he's going off the rails. He's saying weird things. And Mike Myers is obviously like already like, yeah. he's, he's kind of like, you know, like he's got weird, but like he knows something's off. <laughs> yeah. And then, but for some reason, <laughs> when Kanye actually says it, he dead pants. He looks dead into the camera. Oh, no yeah. emotion at all. George Bush doesn't care about black people. And then you hear the producer cut, and, and that yeah, you you see Mike Myers like he's like looking at this like multiple Mike, yeah. times. Like, and then they cut to Chris Tucker. The camera is like, first of all, it's directly in Chris Tucker's face. They obviously weren't ready. He's like, he's like staring straight into the camera. I don't remember like, ever like, seeing the Chris you Tucker. Gotta cut. Look it up because Chris Tucker's to- he's totally like, like that did not just happen because. Remind you what they're doing, all these celebrities, is they're trying to raise money for yeah. a charity for Hurricane Relief. Yeah. So they're all trying to come together <laughs> with a unifying message. And then here's Kanye West, who uh, spews a divisive, like, they're all like, see, nowadays that stuff is just normal. Well, yeah. And that's but, what like, I was at that say, time, it, it was like. I was going to say, like, that really shows you where we've gone as a country. Yeah. Because, like, it, nowadays you'd almost just it's the expect, regular. Yeah. yeah, you would expect to hear that. And back then, like, even though George Bush was highly unpopular. You wouldn't say that. It was still like, oh, my did God, he did just you just say, say that? that? Yeah, yeah, like, can, right. you, can you say that? And now it's just, like, normal. Yeah, oh, yeah. So, if you're not saying it, you're, um, you know. Yeah, so, you know, it's just an interesting look at, at the change in kind yeah. of. But did you ever see the Ellen DeGeneres interview? Uh, not oh, with him? Oh, yeah, I think I've oh seen Oh, my God, you got to go watch the Ellen. Have you ever, there's... It, there's one. It's incredible. There's one on YouTube, which it's like Kanye West predicted COVID nineteen. Did you? Did, and somebody chopped up. Did I send that to you? No. Somebody chopped up. So he literally lives in isolation in Wyoming, in yeah. a ranch in Wyoming. And somebody chopped up his interview, and it's like, by April, like one word at a time. By April 2020, <laughs> we will all be living in quarantine. And then like it, it like played like thunder strikes, yeah. and like it's just him going. <laughs> and he's like, it does that for like five minutes. Yes, a disease will come, and it's just did, like. Did you ever see? Did you ever see the interview where he goes to TMZ? I don't know. You gotta look that one up too. No, you gotta look. You gotta look both of these up because these are incredible must-watch YouTube moments. Have you seen the one where he literally takes the camera, the reporter's camera? And he just no. But when he goes to TMZ, well, in both of these instances, he's he's having like a normal interview. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just decides. Switch. Yeah, he just yeah, like like you were saying, how he was like nervous and yeah, everything. Yeah. He starts off the interview kind of nervous, kind of you know just playing along, and then he hits a switch, becomes like a whole different person, and just takes over. Like the TMZ one, he actually turns, like it's a big office, you mm-hmm. know, like it's a wide open office with like. Dozens and dozens of TMZ yeah. employees, 
And he just turns and he starts shouting at them <laughs> about this, that, and the other thing. Well, he started he started shouting about, yeah, I don't know, whatever, he's whatever. Got, he, he's, I mean, he's admitted he's been diagnosed but, with bipolar. But yeah, and somewhere. that's what I was thinking is like maybe he's got maybe it's, it's like bipolar. bipolar or something I think because, it's a plethora. Things, because he almost but, looks like two different people in yeah, this interview. Yeah. Um, and he starts shouting, and you know how he said like slavery is was a choice or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, somebody in the back, you know, this other guy, he took extreme offense to that, so he starts shouting yeah, back yeah. at him, yeah. and like they're they're shouting back and forth, <laughs> like all the way across this massive. I mean, this office yeah, I'm is sure huge. It's huge, and they're just shouting yeah, back. It's a huge operation. And, and then he starts going, he starts going. You look like you want to punch me. I want to give you a hug because you look like you want to punch me. Are you gonna punch me? And like you know, it's just. Have it you, evolved have into you, such madness. Have you ever seen the video? This one, You really need to watch this one. He put this on. It must be some type of social media. He's walking. I believe it's in Chicago, which is his hometown. But he's walking. He's got this phone at like the most awkward angle. And he's just talking about how... I, I, I want to... And he's so nervous. He's stuttering. You know, I want to I clear the air. So, you know, me and Drake, you know, we used to be fine. But then he said something about Kim and like you, know, you don't do that to a man, homie. And he's like he's like going, I, I, it wasn't me who told Pusha T that your baby mama wasn't your. Uh, and then and then like literally like all of a sudden he's like hold up train, like his phone goes down, a train passes above him for like a minute, and then he comes back and he's like right back like on the same. Uh, like it's yeah. almost like he didn't miss a beat. Yeah. But he just like hold up train. Hey, I believe it. Train goes by, you know. All right. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Drake, <laughs> it's like so well, random. So he, he's talking to, he's, he's having an interview with Ellen. Then all of a sudden he goes, he goes crazy on her. Yeah. But then they, you know, like Ellen plays like these games with yeah, her yeah. guests. Well, the game was you have to like, they ask you a question and then you have to give three answers mm -hmm. within five seconds and then hit a bell. Mm -hmm. Needless to say, at this point in the interview, like Kanye, he, he like, he just, you don't know, he don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, they ask him, name three things that are hairy. And this is, oh. remember, this is daytime TV. Yeah, and he just goes, balls, balls, balls. And he hits the <laughs> Balls, balls, balls. Classic guy. And then the next question they ask him was, name, name something that can get you in trouble with your wife. And he says, the internet. And that's all he says. <laughs> he doesn't even try to name two other. He just says, the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's genius though <laughs> that, see that's what I mean it's like I truly believe on some level he's a genius but then on all the rest he's just totally malfunctioning yeah. like that's just I mean, it was just <laughs> like I mean you sort of almost had to hand it to Ellen Jarvis to try and play that game with him because yeah. after he had gone I mean he went crazy I mean he went oh, actually yeah. crazy for a solid five minutes yeah and then she's like, "Okay, we're gonna play this game now." And I was like, well, "Come on, you, you know, know you ain't playing this you game." You know, right the now. real the real sign of how crazy he got was him and Jay Z were super super close. They made entire albums together. Yeah, Kanye produced like Jay Z's albums, like tons of it. They were everywhere together. And then after that incident where he went on stage, I think it was the VMA, I guess, with Taylor yeah. Swift. Yeah. Jay-Z was like, we, we, no more. Like, we are not. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't talk. Really? No, because they're done. Because of that? I think that was, like, the final, like, I don't think that was, like, you yeah. know, the final, like, truly. But I think that was, like, the thing where 
finally he was like, you're losing it, man. Like, yeah. like you're really off. Well, I mean, I can now. see why, you know, like long-term trying to be friends <clears throat> with a guy like Kanye would be difficult. Difficult. Yeah. Cause you like literally can't know what he's yeah, going yeah. to say or do. Well, that's the I thing. didn't give like, him a moment. Like Jay-Z had, has, had entered a phase where he's kind of like settling down. Yeah. Like he married Beyonce, you yeah. know, like had a kid and here's Kanye, like going on, you know, the Kardashians well, crazy. Kardashian, and, I mean, or Kanye has two, two kids now and doesn't really seem to be slowing no, down. No, but, but Jay-Z looks like he's, yeah. he's been going get, in that get, direction, settling down business, yeah. you know? And, yeah. Um, uh, there was all sorts of like insider accounts of how embarrassed Beyonce was by that incident. Oh, really? Because, well, he was the one, Kanye was what's saying, well, her video was the best of all time. And she oh, was like, yeah, yeah. Don't do yeah, that. I mean, you, know, you don't do that's that. That's the MTV VMAs. Like, who really cares? I know, you but know? It, it just, it became a huge thing. I remember. And even, Obama, sure even Obama called him a jackass. Beyonce, yeah, that. Beyonce had to answer for it, you know. Yeah. And yeah. It just, I would see why, like, yeah, you know, he's too volatile. We don't want to be around him anymore, yeah. you know. Anyway. But I remember, I remember that. I mean, it was a simpler time when. Interrupting a VMA speech was, was a big deal. Right, it was a talk of <laughs> a town for a week. She's holding a man that's she's holding a statue of a, a, a an astronaut. Man. Yeah, um, but it, you know, big deal. Right, right. Simpler times. Simpler for sure. times. That is for sure. All right, so I don't think we're gonna have. I I think probably like two more episodes. Hopefully, we'll have the Xbox in that. Yeah. Not next one, but the one after. Yeah, which will be episode one. Where are the leaks? One hundred will oh, be the big be Xbox blowout. That'll be so, perfect. So, uh, just something to look forward to as we make the countdown towards episode one hundred. All right, that's it. God mode unlocked. Episode ninety-eight out. Over and out. Yeah.